Hi, this is K-12 Tech Talk with Josh and Chris. This week, we talk a little bit more about fishing, and we, we give examples of real fishing events that have happened in our districts. We, our security segment this week is screensaver timeouts, and we do dramatic readings of spam. Have a listen. Hey, what's up? This is K-12 Tech Talk with Chris and Josh. I'm Chris. And I'm Josh. How's it going, man? Going good. Uh, I guess we should kind of apologize for our, our lack of uh, steady releases, I guess. Uh, but uh, we can blame the snow, right? I think so. Yeah, we've, uh, so we each have had, what, one or two snow days in the last week? Yeah. Um, yeah. If they just if, kinda... if if you want to call it snow days. Well, I mean... right, right. Everybody called off on the forecast, so uh, it was a nice day to do a bunch of nothing. Did, okay. So, out of curiosity, Chris, do you you're you're the tech director for your district? Yep. As am I. Uh, do you do you go in on snow days? You know, I was asked that today by a teacher. And I say that sometimes we do. Uh, tradition says that we typically don't. Um, but the district wins if you were to count hours and whatever, you know. Uh, I gave the example, you know, I have an Apple Watch and it is connected to my phone, of course, which is connected to my email. So I know on a Saturday, you know, at whatever time of day, or on a Sunday or in the middle of the week, if something is a problem, right. my watch will tell me. So if, if we get to be at home a little bit because of a snow day, you know, that's great. So I'm in kind of a different situation. Um, first of all, you lose some internet credibility points by being a tech person and using an iPhone, first of all. Whatever. Um, but we, as long our super kind of plays it by ear on snow days for us, um, we are 12 month employees. So um, like with this last one, they were predicting a bunch of ice, freezing rain, sleet, whatever. He texted us when he called off school the night before and said, I don't want anybody trying to drive in this tomorrow, just stay home. But on, let's say we get like an inch or two and we call off school he'll typically text and say, make it in, you know, try to come in, don't try to kill yourself or anything, but, you know, report to work as you would normally do. And on those days, I typically go in, I'm normally at work by seven o'clock. Um, and part of that's because I got to drop my kid off at the middle school. Um, Early bird. You know, like a snow day, I'll go in at like eight and stay till probably three. And realistically, it's some of our best days work, honestly, because there's nobody there to bother us. And For sure. It, and I use the word, word bother in tongue-in-cheek because, you know, we're in a service role, so it's our job to be, quote-unquote, bothered. But uh, it's a great time to reboot things that need to be rebooted, maybe, maybe apply firmware updates, that kind of stuff, or just kind of hang with your guys in your department for an hour or two and say, hey, what do you guys see going on? What do we need to address? That kind of stuff. Yep. So. I think a lot of teachers, not that we have a lot of teachers listening to this, but most teachers really don't realize. I had one teacher that was absolutely shocked that we we still report yep. on snow days. So 
So uh, we had a day, even like we just had a recent PD day or, or the teachers had a PD day. Well, that was a great day for us to do some work. But, but like on those snow days we just had, there was one day that I know uh, my network administrator and my, my tech, like they went in and they pretty much spent the whole day there doing what you just said, doing yeah. a, a, a firewall update, uh, updating some, some, some security stuff that we had. Uh, those are great days for upgrades and updates and things that you want to do beside, behind the scenes that you just can't do normally. Well, and, and that goes hand in hand with like that's that summer discussion, right? I'm sure you're asked because I get asked like when somebody finds out what I do, they're like, oh, it must be nice to have the summers off. Well, sure, it would be nice to have the summers off. But realistically, the month of July, because we yep. have summer school, we typically get out in the end of May. We have summer school for the month of June. The month of July is really the only month that we can be destructive. You know, that's that's when we break stuff. That's when we do forklift upgrades to switching across the district. That's when we do firmware updates that might be destructive and might brick something. That you know, it's we really only have three weeks, three and a half weeks because of Fourth of July to really do dramatic changes. Um, and I'm not sure everybody everybody understands that. I always say July is like the one month of the year where what made me want to get into K-12 tech, like all that stuff happens in July. That's when you do the new stuff. That's when you have money to spend. Everything typically, like, like yeah. you said, if, if, if you're breaking it, you're breaking it on purpose. So you're not getting like my printer broke or my computer doesn't you know, boot up. You're not getting like those, right. those, those piddly things like all those piddly things are working. Uh, you get to do the big stuff and the stuff, you know, that got you into technology to begin with. Yeah. And we've done, um, well, obviously one of the best tech conferences around is in the month of July, but for sure, uh, typically our Chromebook orders, when we order um, our new Chromebooks, they typically come in in the month of July as well. Yep. Us too. You know, you're talking 1600 Chromebooks showing up at once. So, uh Yes, and I think I, sh I shared with you before we, we started really recording, um, today was kind of a, a one-off day for me. I, we got a delivery of a new physical server. It's a 12-bay uh, Dell, I think, R R4 540, I think is the model number. So it's got 12 hard drive bays in it. Um, it's going to be my, my new backup server. And this is the first time, and I honestly don't know how many years, that I have tried to install an operating system on a physical server box, you know, server iron. Mm -hmm. um, it took me, so that thing showed up at like, I was back from lunch when it showed up. So probably 1230, one o'clock. It took me until four o'clock to finally get the ISO mounted and starting to load the operating system on it. I beat my head against the wall with, I trying to do it through iDRAC, trying to boot to a USB just plain from the, the post menu. It has been, it has been crazy, crazy, but I finally got it. It started installing and I went home. So I'll go in tomorrow. Maybe if we have a snow day and see where, see where that has left us, but I'm excited that's, about that. Right. That's funny. So what do you want to talk about today, Chris? Well, we, we talked about fishing a little bit last time. So I thought we might, share some stories about professional development you know with fishing uh just to share a couple stories that 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 we've had that might be a little bit entertaining 
do you have, yeah, do you have so, any? Um, yeah, I've got a couple. Um, so we started fishing a couple of years ago, or I started fishing my staff a couple of years ago. Um, and one of the first ones I sent out was actually around this time of year. Uh, you know, this is tax time, right? Everybody's waiting on their W-2 so they can file their tax return and get their money back from Uncle Sam. So I sent out a fish that was a W-2 uh, fish. It looked at, you know, it was an email from a nondescript email address from a, a sender that you've never heard of before. And it more or less just said, click here to down your, download your W-2. And oh, by the way, you're going to have to enter in your, your Google credentials. So we had a number of people fall for it and a, and a higher number of people in one particular building. I thought, man, that was kind of strange. Well, a couple of weeks later, I was in a meeting uh, after school with some teachers and one of the teachers was from that building and he said, oh, hey, I, I hope I, uh, I hope I helped your click rate on that fish that you sent out. I'm like, well, what, why, how would you have done that? He said, well, I, I, I knew it was a fish. He said, so I went up and down the hall and said, hey, everybody, we just got an email about getting your W-2s. I just printed mine off. So all these people fell for the fish because that teacher went up and down the hall knowingly telling them that that fish was really wow. their W-2. And he knew it was from me. It was pretty funny. That's good. I, uh, when, when I first started, bef- before I had any kind of uh, you know, website or any, 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 anything that helped me, I would just make them. And that was even back that was at a previous district, and we had a squirrel mail. Did you ever use that? Yeah. No, uh, we never had to use that. So, and you could do some. I mean, that was, I mean, before Gmail stuff and whatever. And you could you could spoof a little easier even. So I sent one out from Bill at Microsoft.com uh, to all of mine, and it said something. I I don't even know what I said, but I said you know click on the attachment, and then I had taken a picture of myself giving a big thumbs up. <laughs> uh, and it was it was stupid, but but people clicked on it, and then I gave that building uh, that clicked on it the most, and I even just said like you know that was before you did like reporting. I just said like if you clicked on this, be honest with me and let me know, kind of thing. So so people would, <laughs> so would you admit were, it. Yeah, like old school reporting, like you have to self report. Yeah, right, right. So the building that 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 did that the most, I put Kansas spam in their teachers lounge with cups and I said like free spam dinner compliment to the tech department and that went over pretty good I or I mean I thought it was good oh man good good PR you know that's yeah I think you 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 go a little bit further than I have with uh I don't know that I would call that rubbing it in their face but you go (laughs) a, a little bit further with accentuating things I one I will say one thing that that I did this last time, um, after the results came in, we gave a one of the building. I have four buildings in my district, um, and we gave the building that had the lowest click rate on the email an award, a, a building award, okay. and that's going to be a a traveling award every time I send out a fish, and uh, it is a it's literally a mounted largemouth bass that yeah. we printed a employee badge and we call him Ivan the hacker fish. Yeah. I like um, it. So that, that's going to be a roving, uh, a roving building award in our district. That might be better than what I'm doing. Cause I remember another time. Well, the, uh, like those that clicked, I gave man, them a break- can One time. I gave those that clicked each their own can of spam spread 
and like took their picture and then <laughs> we did we did a mass email but that's me me uh lifting up those that failed you're kind of doing probably the positive reinforcement yeah. way you might be doing it better than me yeah so i i've been doing some reading on on getting some buy-in with fishing and you know changing i hate to use the word you know that phrase of changing culture and all that stuff i think that's that's overused and it's a little bit of fluff at times um but but realistically it's a change of mindset. I've, I've been trying to do some research on how you really get, you light that fire and you get the mindset of teachers to be that realistically they are the first line of defense when it comes to an attack like this. And, and overwhelmingly, one of the things that I, that I, that kept popping up was you, you really don't talk about the failure. You, you don't go admonish someone and I, not saying that you're admonishing them or, or making them feel bad, but, you really have to celebrate the positive. And right. that's why I, I decided to do that fish. It was, I, my first inclination um, was to give the award to the building with the highest click rate and kind of make it a dunce award kind of thing. Yep. Um, but after reading some of this research and, and, and best practices, I decided against that and go with accentuating the positive, like you had said. And it seemed to go over well. I've only done one fish since I rolled that out. Um, so we'll, we'll see after my, my, this next fish goes out um, what, how that's received. And I think it'll go over well, especially if, it'll, if it changes buildings and you know, we can kind of play, make it funny, take some pictures. I will yep. say I've got another fish story and this was kind of a, this was very recent. And I, I kind of burned some political capital, I think with this, although I proved a point. So it was in November, you know, people online shopping, right? People get a bunch of packages yep. delivered via Amazon, FedEx, whatever. I sent out a fish and it was the company, the company that we use, CoFence FishMe's product, yeah, CoFence FishMe's product had a uh, campaign that was failed delivery, extremely generic in nature, um, just more or less said, hey, uh, customer, it literally said, hey, customer, we, we attempted delivery. Uh, no one was home. Go to your local post office and give them this receipt to obtain your pack. Sounds legit. So, the, right, yeah, exactly. And the, the funny thing was the color scheme in the email was purple, which makes you think FedEx, right? Or makes me think FedEx. Yeah. Um, Nowhere in the, it references going to the post office, but nowhere in the email did it have the postal services logo, which you would typically expect, um, or an address or a website or anything like that. We, it was by far our worst performance fishing. We had a, I don't remember the exact number. I think it was over 30% um, clicked the link to download their receipt or their package receipt. I actually had, I had one person call the post office and want to know what's where the right oh it gets worse i had i literally had a teacher go to the post office and ask for her package and oh, then man. when she was at the post office and she clicked the link to to show the person the receipt when the post office didn't have her package that's when she realized that it was a fish from me and like, now she hates you yeah right we haven't we haven't talked since so but but in, in reality, I had a number of people say, 
Josh, this is a really hard fish. This is really, you know, this is, this is legitimate. This, this looks real. I'm like, that's the whole point. That, that is the whole point behind these exercises. I want to have exercises that are very real looking, very time-based. You know, it was the heart of online shopping for Christmas season. Of course, these jerks that are, we'll call them hackers. I mean, that, that's a loose term. That's what they do. They, they, they play the time. You know, right now, W-2s are going to be the, the popular one. I, I don't know. I, that's, it, was, it was a very hard one. But you know what? The real ones are very hard, too. Right. So have you had anybody fall for a, a big one like that? or raise You know, them? whenever that was a year or two ago, we, like that Google, the Google shared document one that was all over the place. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had several that clicked on that thing. That was a real one, right? Yes, yes, that was a real one. Yeah, we had, I think we, that, that hit athletic directors, right? Or did it yeah, start with athletic I don't remember because, I mean, we had kids, you know, like our high school kids were getting it even. Like, it, it, was, it was bad. Interesting. And, and, like, our first, like, fake one that we sent out was we made it similar to that one, and we still had a bunch of people click. Interesting. Yeah. So did you – you heard about the local one that was going around. I think you guys were hit by this. Uh, oh, it was probably October-ish time frame. We, we received emails or would, I mean, they were real fishes. I think you guys did. I know some districts even further south than you. There was a district to the north of me by about, I don't know, 10 miles that there was a secretary in that district who her Gmail credentials, her school Gmail credentials somehow were compromised. They're not real sure how. But there was someone in the Ukraine logging into her Gmail and sending out attachments that had Emotet in them. Well, wow. we re- we received some, and it was they were going after con- the contacts in her contact list, um, and it it was it was legit. We had nobody fell for it. We were able to find it, and I was able to to search through our logs and find the users that received it. And we went and paid a visit. I don't remember that one, but I do remember one and maybe it was that one where like we hadn't, like no one had opened those emails yet. And yeah, that, that goes back to what we've talked about before our local school districts around here. We, we kind of all stick together and, you know, we start chatting with each other, emailing each other. Cause yeah. I know a couple of times we've just been, you know, saved or whatever you want to say, like we didn't have to deal with something because someone else at a neighboring school yeah. helped us out. Well, and, and part of that, I, I agree. The communication between uh, the districts in, in my county, you're a county, I guess, to the south of me or southwest of me, um, they, they communicate very well. We have multiple methods of, of communicating. Even our state consortium that we're both members of, they have a mail list. So, it's, it's not infrequent that you, that you don't hear about something. You know, if I see a, a, a real fish hitting us, I'm real quick to send an email to my, my county cohorts up there. I send it to you. I send it to the state folks. Um, shoot, man, the, the state, I don't know what her title is. That Angela lady, have you talked to her? She's the Homeland Security agent 
assigned to Missouri for cybersecurity. Oh, no. I've been sending uh, the last couple of real fishes that we've received. I started sending them to her. Um, and she wants them. She's like, this helps us. We send out bulletins, you know, and then it gets escalated through her channels, through official government channels. They're like, you know, she has to report that stuff of the kind and quantity that they're seeing. I mean, they they call that an attack up to the federal level. So, it, you know, it's never in, I, man, I told my boss this the other week, never in a million years did I think going into K-12 IT, you know, tech in schools, that I think I would be receiving daily updates from Homeland Security or the FBI or the state CISO with a threat matrix of right. what threats they're actively seeing. I mean, that, that just blows my mind. And I don't think the average Joe on the street understands that, that that's going on, that, that we are a legitimate target. Do you, I mean, do you agree with that? I do. And I, and I think it's, I think it's changed over the years and we've kind of touched on this before. I just think K-12, maybe it didn't used to be a target, but it's absolutely a target now. Yeah. And I think the, how big of a target has changed or the methodology, the methodology has changed, you know, before your big threat was a student, you know, if, if a student compromised teacher's credentials with grade book, they could change grades, you know, it, okay, that back in the 80s, 90s, whatever, that could happen. Now, what other data, and, and we know this, what other data do, does your CIS contain that is besides, that is on top of grades, you know, health information, address information, um, in some cases, financial information, if, you know, if they're on, are therapies, or, you know, it just, I, and that's another thing I don't think, you know, teachers understand that, but when, when you, when a breach happens and they start, they start saying all of the information that could have potentially been exposed, I think the majority of the general public are shocked at what school districts actually have on record, Right. you know, and I right. don't know that that was the case 20 years ago. Right. I don't know. Okay, I got something fun. All right. All right, so I have done this with faculty staff where we made them call in. Do you have that Google Doc pulled up? I do. We made them call in and leave a voicemail of spam emails that they had received, and they had to do, like, dramatic readings. Oh, yeah, okay. And then and then we would pick pick winners. So I – Josh, if you get into that Google Doc, yes. I put two emails that I would like for you to dramatically read. You have Why do I have to read them? I'll read the first one. You have a great voice. You're going to read both of them. The people, oh the people are going to love it. All right, we'll we'll do one and see how this goes. Just hi. Get get real. Okay, you're already into it. Yeah. Hi. Wait, what's your character like? Who are you right now? I don't know. Who am I? What kind of voice was that? I don't know. Okay, okay. We'll I'm figure ready. it out. I'm ready. All right. Hi. I don't want to ruin your day, but I have a few pictures of your employees. Click this link. 
I don't think they're doing a good job. Yours truly sent from iPhone. That's pretty How's good. That? All right, now you pretty do the good. next one. You've got to take a crack at this. No, I don't think so. I All found right. these. This, this well, next okay. one was actually in my spam folder. This is really? Real. This is a real one. So read this uh, as if you're as if you're emailing, as if you're you're talking to me, Josh. Oh man. Okay. I'll try this. <laughs> Broke your PC. Hello. I'm a hacker who has access to your operating system. I also have full access to your profile. I've been watching you for a few months now. But the fact is you were infected with a Trojan through an adult webpage that you visited. If you're not familiar with this, I will explain. Viruses give me full access and control over a computer or other device. You're supposed That's... to be more, more dramatic. Man, come on. <laughs> I'm not good at this. This means that I can see everything on your screen. Turn on the camera and microphone, but you don't know about it. I also have access to all your contacts and your correspondence. From email and messenger, messengers, they misspelled that. If you want to prevent this, transfer the amount of $680 to my Bitcoin address. If you do not know how to do this, write to Google, buy Bitcoin. <laughs> 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 After receiving the payment, I will delete the video and you will never hear from me again. I give you 48 hours to pay. This is one that we had some teachers get, and it actually had listed uh, like an old password. So yeah. some, some website that had, and I think it, well, I, I won't say, some website that they had used, you know, had a data breach. Right. So then, so then this was the email that they were getting, and they were all freaking out because it was an actual password that they had had before. Yeah. So we, we saw something similar it was i think the term for this is sexploitation um and it was old office 365 credentials okay um and i th it wasn't office 365 breached at the time which they've been breached later um but yeah we we saw something similar all right you ready for the security segment yeah go ahead Okay, so computer lock screen settings for faculty and staff. At we do we do forty five minutes. Okay, which I think is useless. We do twenty five minutes for teachers and office staff. The screen locks after ten minutes. That's I don't know how you get away with that, man. Our teachers no. would flip out. That's been around, I mean, we're a couple years into that. Yeah, we're, we're probably three or four years into lock screens. Well, when the Missouri Auditor did their thing, that's when we started doing it. Um, it yeah, I couldn't get any lower than 45 minutes, and I don't know that I'd be able to. Which, I mean, it, to me, again, it's pointless. Mm -hmm. so I agree. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you were able to get to 25. I'm better. Yeah, you are. You're you're more of a people person. I win. Yeah. All right. So, oh, we didn't plug our sponsor this week. Uh, Mo That's you. Midwest Go Tech ahead. Talk. Midwest Tech Talk. Uh, 
it is a technical conference in the month of July. Chris, what are the dates? The 14th and 13th and 14th? That sounds right. Uh, in Osage Beach, Missouri. Uh, it is a purely technical conference and sessions were suggested by tech directors and tech staff from across the state. So you're gonna see sessions like uh, VMware 101, ACLs 101, you're gonna see uh, a few leadership sessions, uh, some dynamic keynotes. Um, last year we had a couple sessions on esports and, and some hardware and some examples of that. Um, it's always a good time. Catered event, uh, really cool swag bag. Again, mid, that's in mid-July, Midwest Tech Talk. Uh, the website, Chris, is it midwesttechtalk.com now? Yes, sir. Um, and registration is now open, right? Have we sold any tickets? We have. Quite a few, actually. Awesome. Yep. Good. Um, so anywhere in the, in the surrounding area. So Osage Beach is about three hours from St. Louis. If you're familiar with that, it's about two and a half, two, yeah, two and a half from Kansas City area. Um, so if you're listening from Oklahoma or Nebraska or somewhere like that, come on over for a couple days. We have um, each evening, there's a couple vendor supported events where vendors um, have parties and stuff. So uh, check us out. Love it. All right. Got any final words for this episode, Chris? Email us any tech oh, yeah. questions or sponsorship thoughts or, or any, suggestions any, for topics. Anything. Yeah. At k12 tech talk dot at at k12 tech talk at gmail.com. All right. And we will try and be more regular barring snow days for upcoming episodes. So and until then, we will see you next episode. See you later, Chris. See ya.